Hey, what's up, guys? It is time for another episode of Reggie's Expressions. Man, I just want to tell y'all thank you so much because y'all have been showing out since your boy has been over on Podbeam, man. You know, we got away from Anchor, which, you know, was great. You know, I was holding it down for a while, but, you know, I had to I had to let it go because Joe Rogan was over there doing some shit I ain't necessarily agree with. But, you know, we here now and uh, things are going well and I appreciate that. We're going to do things a little bit different. I do have a special guest in the building. We have Smack Boy from South Carolina up in here, an up and coming uh, rapper. We are excited uh, to be uh, uh, hosting this young man. He um, actually is going to be releasing an album here in April, uh, April 23rd to be exact, called Boulevard. And his new single off of that album is called Ferris Will. So go listen. It is all on Spotify. Exactly how you see it spelled right here is how you would find him on, um, um, I said Spotify. Don't go to Spotify. Go to Apple Music, man. Go to Apple Music. Well, it's, it's, it's out on all my platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, Deezer, TikTok, all of that. that. That's a very diplomatic answer. I like that. You know, he 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 buys coins. He's like, don't, don't. I'm still on Spotify now. I know you don't like them, Reggie. I'm still <laughs> over there, but they can listen to my music. I, hey, I, I'm not going to knock it. I appreciate you correcting me on that. So, Apple Music, uh, yeah, man, that's that's actually where I listen. I, I got an iPhone, so I'm, a, I'm an iPhone guy. So, that's, you know. <laughs> um. So, new album coming out, first single, um, Ferris Will. And I, I we talked a little bit uh, before the show. You said that this is volume two. So, I'm assuming this is your second album? Um, this is um, my only album that I have nobody on it. Okay, right. Right. You did say, you did say that. Um, Hello, album. Applying Pressure Volume 2 is out right now. Okay. Okay. So, Solo, what... Uh, so, the group that you were with was named, or were you with the group, or you were just featured on their stuff? Or? Um, I wouldn't say, like, I have a group. Um, I have a music label called 3AM Records. Um, okay. A music and art collective of many okay. arts and medias and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and you said it was 3AM Records? Yeah, 3AM Records Incorporated. But um, I was doing like music with like friends, homies, um, co-workers, stuff like that. People that's around here that's already doing music, like putting their projects. Um, only reason why this one is only me because I never put out anything like other than like one one person. But this is my first like actual project that's only built around basically me. Mm-hmm. And I understand that, you know, I, I had a co-host uh, a couple of months ago and, uh, you know, stepping on your own is definitely, you know, a little bit of faith and it, it can be scary, but it sounds like you're doing your thing. Like, you know, I, I, I like the stuff that's on your 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 uh, first album by yourself. So tell me a little bit about who Snack Boy is. Um, you know, I know you're from South Carolina, but what's what's some things that you would like the folks to know about you? Um, I grew up listening to country music, believe it or not. Um, what? I didn't start really listening to hip hop and R and B till I was maybe like eight years old. Mm-hmm. Um, walked home um, from coming home to bring in the food. BT was left on my TV from my father, and I think it was either TLC or 
Destiny Child was on the screen that was getting off, and I fell in love after that. Like R and B and hip hop, BT every day. I'm getting home <laughs> from school. I'm acting like turning channel fifteen. Mm-hmm. So we gonna talk about that. So you said I don't know if I heard this right because my ear, you know, I'm a little old. You said that you like country music. Oh yeah, I still listen to country music. Really? So what yeah. was it about country music that drew you in? Um, my mom, she works in a school environment. Um okay. been doing that all like ever since I was born and beforehand. So um like being in that environment all the time, you know, it's like a hip hop. Um, and I okay. am in my late twenties, so I'm I've been I've been around for a while. I've been around for a while, so okay. it, it was nothing but like country music that was really like appropriate to be played. Like oh, that that's true. Those kind of that's true. Like that. Okay, so who was your favorite uh, your favorite artist? Um, in what genre? I'm sorry, in country music, because I'm I'm intrigued by that. Like I'm, I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite favorite of all time back then was George Strait. Yeah. Okay, so he ain't one of the mainstream guys. So you, 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 you a fan? All right, yeah. to a straight. Gotcha. Luke Bryan and stuff like that. You know, Luke Bryan is actually from Albany, which is where I'm from in Georgia. He's oh, well, really? he's from Leesburg. Um, so which is the next city over? If you live in Leesburg, you gotta go to Albany because all the big stuff is in Albany, and Albany's not a big city. So, oh, um, I actually had a chance to meet him in person. This is many years ago. Ah, man, you got me thinking. And um, I was uh, at uh, a company A uh, event, and um, he was one of the artists that was there. And um, we were um, supposed to be doing, like, uh, selling stuff, but it ended up us just being around, just talking to folks. They fed us. It was actually super cool. He's a cool guy. And that's how I found out he was from from that area. So shout out to Luke Bryan. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Luke, man. Luke's pretty dope. Okay, so... I remember them times riding on the dirt road, smoking Luke Bryan. Oh, no. <laughs> so your friends didn't, they didn't, you know, uh, mess with you about that? Because, you know, you're a black boy. You know what I'm saying? Um, By the time that was, like, a thing that, like, like everybody was going to be like, oh, you listen to country music and mm-hmm. stuff like that, I was already into, like, whole hip hop thing. Okay. I gotcha. Like <clears throat> so, I mean, let's be real here. We know that country music music started with black folks. So, you know, I'm just joking about, but you know how they like to do. They like to whitewash it and, you know, you don't really yeah. get to see a lot of us. So, it, it, it's... Rucker, huh? Darius Rucker. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. And then, uh, what's his name? Aaron Neville. You remember him? Um, I heard of him. Yeah, Aaron Neville, he's a big uh, black artist um, that is in um, country music. And now we got Mickey Gupta, I think her name is. Uh, Gupton. I think I heard of her, yeah. Yeah, so she's, uh, I mean, we out here. We doing it. We, you know, we we create the cool. You know what I'm saying? So it's not a shock that we would have people from South Carolina or anywhere, you know, that are black folks that are really into to country music. I just wanted to mess around with you there. So, um <laughs> Who is someone in the hip hop community that you feel number one that you're a fan of their work, and then you feel represents you, and maybe have inspired your your flow a little bit? Um, Andre three thousand, favorite rapper of all time. Yeah, 
don't care what anybody says, and he's a great actor. Yeah, he is. He is. And he um he acted on one of my I, true crimes. I think I can't remember the name of the acting. He played the father of one of the sons that were in the thing. I can't even think really? of the name. I can't think I of that. that one out, um. So Andre three thousand. Yeah, he has a very unique flow. There's no one else like him out there. Um, I would say more on like I I love the way he raps. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't really like pertain like the way that I rap. Mm-hmm. Like his, but the way they like he tells like a whole story, like hundred and fifty page book story. Yeah, and, that's like, true. Verse like mm-hmm. what it's like pertains to me because I love to tell a story, and I just can't not get away from it. Yeah, he's very descriptive, and um, you know, he's one of the things I like about Andre Three Thousand. You know, from Outcast. Number one, they from you know Georgia, so that's one thing. You know, Southern Cadillac playlistic music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, number two, just how he you know kind of navigates. He's not a part of the business aspect of it, and. You know, I know a few years ago he was talking about how he actually began to become very uh, stage fright. He he got very um, stage frightened. I don't know how to say that word. Um, You know, which is probably why we didn't hear as much music as we did from him. And, you know, that's unfortunate because he was he's been a big actor, a big, you know, force, especially when it comes to influencing Southern music, you know, uh, Southern hip hop music, uh, rap music. He was that guy. He still is that guy, man. It's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he probably never, like, quit doing music. He probably didn't, like, like got him all, like, on one flash drive that he's, like, gotten, like, this giant safe. Probably. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're a creative, you just can't create one thing. You create multiple right. things. And if you don't like it, you'll abandon it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um so who was your favorite R&B artist? I know you said Destiny's Child and TLC was what was on the TV, but uh, who stood out to you? Female-wise, Aaliyah. Oh, um, come on, man. Come on. Male-wise, I would have to say I was a big Chris Brown and Usher fan. I'm not going to lie. Those are two big guys. I, I you know, um, Aaliyah, I am a huge fan. Of Aaliyah, and I love the fact that that we have a little bit of a resurgence of her music. I mean, her music wasn't on streaming platforms for a long time, and then last year they decided to make it happen. They started to go ahead and put it on there. I was like one of the first people to go ahead and download it. Mm -hmm. My man, all. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you know, Chris Brown, you know, "Run It," which is one of his uh, biggest songs, and I absolutely loved his very first album. Man, like I bought that album, no lie. I, Did you? I had a copy of that album. I probably still have a copy of it. In my house. I don't think I have a copy of it, but I know um, th- there was some hits. I was actually very surprised, you know, for a kid to be 16 yeah. years old and putting out the music that he did, you know, so I, that, that's cool. Um, so tell me who are your top five hip hop, R&B, rap artists of all times and why? We know Andre is on there. Andre. Uh, Aaliyah. Okay. Um. Ooh, that's gotta be. Uh, gotta talk about Gucci. Can't leave Gucci. Gucci man. man. Yep. He done had quite the glow up the last couple years. Are we just going on like music wise? Are we talking about like business mindset? 
Whatever it is, whatever it is, man. Business mindset, all of it. Oh, well, okay. I said, Gucci Man, Aaliyah. Gotta put in the boy Ho. Okay, yeah. Because he's too smart. He gave out a blueprint most of the time. Absolutely. Paco Flock of Flame. That is a smart man. Paco is a smart man. And RB wise, pay count. Hey, Council's smooth guy, man. Smooth guy. I don't think I know him. What's his name again? Hey, Count. Oh, no. I'm going to have to look that up. I'm going to have to write that hey, down. Money, okay. baby. Money, baby. Money, baby. Money, baby. Hey, you heard that? That's no, like, man. Oh, that, might be a, that might be a South Carolina thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it got it. Hey, South Carolina, Georgia, Atlanta. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm down here in Florida. Uh, so... Um, you know, you gotta look him up. I'm gonna go look at that. Look it up. You know, one of one. I don't know. I wouldn't say that I'm a I'm a huge like music fan. Like I do have my my shit. Like I'm a '90s guy. So okay. the Aaliyahs, the Mary J. Blige. Um, you know, and that those right. Those were right. That was those were my formative years, and that's when hip hop was really kind of growing. Yeah. But if I had to say an artist today. That I like, like for example, I liked uh, uh, Ray Schwimmer, um, okay, Black yeah, Beatles like, when they did that. I like them. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, and I, I liked it because to me that made me realize how influential rap or hip hop music is in this culture. The fact that that song, the way I came in contact with Black Beatles was through the Mannequin Challenge. Yeah, you know what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, so you know that was something that I really enjoyed her. Who uh, you know R and B beautiful and is a Tink Tink Oh Tink Tink is good I do like Tink Um, and the thing I like about her is the fact that she's well rounded to me she reminds me of Prince I think she's this 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 uh, generation's uh, uh, Prince you know Um, I've never heard about a compare like that. Well, um, just what and because you know Prince played all paid played all of his uh, 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 shit mm-hmm. instruments, right? Yeah. He played all his instruments. You know what I'm saying? So being artistic, that to me, to be artistic, and he was the one very early on in the you know the music game that was fighting for um, artist rights and the fact that you know they create these things, you know. Um, and they should be compensated more. So, you know, a lot of the, the, the blueprint that we see in terms of people getting paid. Well, I mean, songwriters are still, you know, they're still working on that, obviously. Um, but, you know, songwriting was a, a huge thing, I think, in like mid to late 90s um, to where you saw a lot more creative stuff happening uh, behind the scenes. So, um, yeah, that's that's my introduction to music was uh, freaking Patti LaBelle on my own. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Jody Watley. Yeah, probably when they played it back in the eighties. <laughs> um, 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 let's see, Aretha Franklin when they were going through, you know, they kind of had their second resurgence. You know, Shaka Khan, um, those guys. But you know, my all-time, like I said, was Aaliyah. Uh, I loved Mary J. Blige. Um, you know, I did like, you know, a little bit of rap, Biggie Smalls. Oh, wait. I, I did not mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. Who, Whitney Houston or uh, who? Mary J. Blige. 
I did. I liked it. I like. I don't know why I said <laughs> Whitney Houston. I did. And to be honest, it was it was a vibe for real. It was one of those situations where it, the music that they did. This was almost over 20, 15, 20 years ago, and it still sounds as relevant. Like it just came out right. You know what I'm saying? And I was just thinking about it when I was listening to it and watching it in real time. It's like. Dang, all of these guys are now over 50 years old. You know what I'm saying? You know, Dr. Dre being 57, the oldest out of all, you know, who's been in the game a lot longer. NWA, he also had a huge hand in influencing uh, hip-hop slash rap music as well. So I thought that, you know, her singing No More Drama was, was you know. I feel the, like they should have brought out Method Man. Yeah, I think they should have, you know, had a few more because they had a lot to do with, you know, Wu Tang and all those guys too. I would love to yeah. see Wu Tang on, uh, you know, on the too. Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, they did good, and I felt like that shit was black as hell. I loved it. I was like, <laughs> you know, yeah. and um, get <laughs> yeah, exactly. And my uh, my buddy uh, Corey, he was like. He put on his Facebook page, and I saw it actually happen in real time. It was somebody, um, you know, some white person had, one of my friends said that this was a good Super Bowl um, uh, halftime. And somebody, it was a white guy, and I want to say that specifically, um, because it's easy to just, you, you know, if you don't like us, just say you don't like us. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Don't come up and right. use this language. We don't just say it so we know who our enemies are. Thank you. And, you know, the first thing I see is homeboys like, oh, you know, I really loved when Bruce Springsteen did it. You know, that was the best. I'm like, first of all, I don't even, I don't even remember. I know who Bruce Springsteen is, right? But I don't even remember his Super Bowl. Like, what year was that? Like, when did that happen? And I don't, I don't hear nobody, you know. And it was like, just say you don't like black music, you know. Don't, don't give but us this ambiguous, you know. Like, come on, don't just give us this crazy ass like ambiguous reason that you, you know, to it. It takes nothing to big somebody up. Just say, oh, it was cool, not my thing. Just move on, you know. So, or well, don't say nothing at all. Like, you know, like that's just like, right, whatever. You know, and they end up going back and forth, and it was like, okay, well, whatever. We, I know what this is, and ain't nobody saying nothing. So, um, you know, um, so let's get into to your uh, first album, or not first album, but this album that's coming out, Ferris Will. So let's talk about Ferris Will. Um, I think you say in the song, you know, she wants me to fly to California, but I don't want to go. Right, I'm scared to fly because yeah. I don't want to die, something like that, right? Yeah. So Maybe tell me. Right. So tell me a little bit about the vision behind making that song. Oh, uh, really? Uh, I was in in a place. Uh, I had I had this girl. She's um she's always been asking me to like hop on a plane and fly fly out there. But like I'm terrified of heights. I ain't never been on a plane. And like my biggest thing is the plane just going down, or like the worst happening is just, just in my head and I can't get it out. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's always like I'm scared to go. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Uh, but um, 
the producer on that beat is actually my older brother, Matt Good. He produced the beat, like, right in front of me. Um, we were okay. supposed to do a song together, um, but we ended up um, hearing, like, 10 beats, didn't like any of them. He was like, I'll just do a beat right now. Did it, mm-hmm. and I had, like, did these bars here, did these bars there, and then I did these last bars, and he was like, that's it. Say that <laughs> right there. Say that. That's what we're going off of. And we went off of and um song is really nothing but like eight bars long. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just like the chorus. Mm-hmm. I do the chorus again for the verse. Then I do like an extra four bars, maybe, or like eight bars. Then I bring the hook back in and then mm-hmm. it's it's just a vibe and how it flows all the way through. Right. Like, so the story behind those those like twelve bars right there. It's, you a whole thing it's all about imagination man yeah absolutely the thing i like about what you just did is you know and i'm, I'm gonna ask you a question based on what you just said um is how technical you broke down how the song was written that's why I, that's how i know you're an artist you know what i'm saying because you was like oh i did this and i came up with that and then i added four more bars and it was just like i was able to see the song coming together like i was there with you i was like oh yeah, it's not, yeah. <laughs> you know so Explain to the people who may not know. I think everybody know, but there's probably somebody over there. Just imagine that one person who never, who lived under a rock. What is a bar? How would you explain a bar? A bar is your, um, is what you, it's like a paragraph. uh, Okay. A short paragraph. um, It's like a, hey, minute hand. My bad. Um, Yeah, it's just uh, a punchline. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, gotcha. So, you've never been on a um, plane. Is that yeah. safe to say? Okay. Um, I can understand that fear. Um, I haven't been, been to an airport um, like, past, like where you have to get out the car. I mm-hmm. ain't never, you never been. I can understand, and I want to ease your mind. So if you ever go on a plane, you know that you are more likely to be in a car accident than you are to be on a plane uh, accident. Um, so, you know, hopefully one of these days you can, you know, take a trip out of, because there's, there's obviously so much of the world to see, and California is a great state, you know what I'm saying? So I think that would be a very good visit. You know, but um, yeah, my uh, I remember my sister a couple of years ago. She flew to Texas, never been on a plane before, and she's a few years older than I am. And I was just like, oh, tell me how it went. You know, I've been on planes many, many times. I was in the military a few years back, so you know, I, I yeah, I um, thank you, thank you. We um, so obviously there are places that we went to that we couldn't go to in a car. That would be very yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, so. But, um, yeah, I would love to hear that experience when you do, because when you become big, they're going to, you know, you're going you're gonna to get a tour bus and they're going to have to fly you. And you're going to be like, nah, man, they're gonna be like, we got to. You got to go over to London. We can't drive. And, you know, you're going to have to do it. That's what that's what I'm hoping for. I want you to be booked and blessed and you traveling over to all places. Um, I appreciate it. But no like, worries, I'll probably, man. I'll probably have to slide over there on the boat or something. Man. <laughs> you know, you know, we got to make it work. Somebody that when I was in the military, there's this dude uh, that I uh, he also was afraid of flying as well. And sometimes you just never get over it, unfortunately. Um, and what he would do was take some uh, Nyquil before, so he was 
he'd be out and he was out and that was like a 31 hour flight not straight you know we broke it up in you know 15 hours 15 16 hours but he was asleep most of the damn flight so (laughs) yeah he don't even remember half of it so maybe maybe you'll have to we'll get you some you know uh uh super strength you know (laughs) (laughs) night quill to just be like you know um Ain't no shape going on over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's cool. So, um, have you had uh, a chance to go on tour at all, or um, oh. is there tours on the plan for this album? Maybe. Yes, um, I was I was offered to go on one. Um, be like right before the Corona thing like shut down the world back in twenty twenty. So like that had like stop like a lot of things happening um, for like a period of time but so when the world started like opening back up that's when everything started back like happening more frequently um events Mm -hmm. happening more um i was able to host shows more Um, okay with the part of shows more Mm -hmm. um to answer the question about do i have a tour plan for the album i want one plan i don't have a plan one yet no Mm -hmm. okay well, you got time, man. We got a couple months before the album comes out. So even if you do a couple cities like locally, you know, and you'll have to keep in touch with us. I definitely would love to, you know, big you up and make sure I support as much as possible. So trying to beat the Carolinas out, man. Yeah, man. Hey, day. That's where you got to start. Like I've only been doing this podcast thing for two years, right? So I, I, I like to think that we're at the ground level of it still, even though we've been out for two years and we do have a significant following. You know, I still find myself like wanting to to grow more and do more. But you know, right now I'm focusing on just doing my city right. I live in uh, Orlando, so uh, reaching out to small business. I go to Florida. Do you? Okay, so you um, so you know what it's like down here. Um, So, but uh, yeah, I've been in Orlando for about nine years now, and I I love it. It's a it's a really cool place. so, but yeah, if you ever are here in Florida and you want to go to Universal, I got, I got, I got the plug. So, you know, let your boy know, you know, give me a good a bit, uh, bit of time and we can, you know, hook you up with some stuff. And um, it would be in May. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, it'll just, no, seriously, I'll, I'll give you my number on the uh, flip side so we can make sure we can hook that up for you. Um, no worries, man. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, um, it's, it's definitely be been interesting to see music over the last five years or maybe a little bit more because i feel like it's kind of transitioned into yeah. you know uh what it is today within the last five years and i like the little you know what i'm saying you know what I'm saying? like the little pumps and stuff like that i like the little fun music that shit's cool man I like mm-hmm. that. I like and that's and that's what's happening i was actually about to say that you know there's a lot of people out here who are doing eps instead of doing a long length album right because it gives you know a little bit of a taste for that big um you know that big album is this the album or is this a ep for you this is going to be a album um i feel like eps are like you know what i'm saying like as an artist like i can speak stuff like i hear this beat and i'll be like oh this beat's wavy i'm about to be on like oh finish do this song for only girls boom mm-hmm. and then like the next beat i end up hearing mm-hmm. is like a cool 
like wavy beat again. So I'm like, okay, I, there's two girl songs I got. Then like mm-hmm. now, I'm I'm in like a, I want to make music for all of the females. So I'm like, all right, bet. So I need to find like two more beats for this. Boom, I got a four song EP for nothing but the ladies and you know what I'm saying, whoever. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm smooth. I'm mm-hmm. like. I ain't on no hypeness. I ain't talking about like pulling nobody's house and blowing it up. Like, you know what I'm true, saying? I true, doing true. all that. I'm just on some smooth vibe. I take you out on a date. I buy you Victoria's mm-hmm. Secrets. We can go eat Netflix mm-hmm. and chill. And you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And I feel yeah. like like for EPs, it's for like when you want to like give them a, um, a piece of like, hey, I don't always have to be all about this hype music. I can be on some smooth type of music here. You know, just so here's like okay. three or four songs like this. Like album is when you put your hype music, your real music, your girl music, your, your love music, you know what I'm okay. saying? Like all of that shit on one project. And this is what my um upcoming album would be. I think I have maybe like two love songs on there, if not mm-hmm. even like probably one. Because um, like, I'm known for making like love music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny that you say that, and I'm glad you said that because I did notice, you know, um, a few of the songs that I listened to were songs that kind of incorporated that, you know, that that female or that, you know, the lover. And, it, and I, I actually like the fact that it wasn't as vulgar as we know hip hop and rap can be at times. So I appreciate that. That was something that drew me in. Um, you know, because we know that lyrics can be a little bit um, uh, misogynistic sometimes, but right. and you don't have to be vulgar to to get your point across. You know what I'm saying? And and that uh, that shows in your music. Now, do you freestyle or do uh, you write to I, the music? I, I, I would feel like technically and all like technicalities, everything freestyle until mm-hmm. like like you really like put it down and memorize it type of okay stuff. sure um sure. because like normally how i would like put a song together i would play the beat i hear the song i'm like okay sounds cool i'll do it like this so i'll put like two or three bars down then i'll be like okay now i got these two bars now i need to come up with the next two to have mm-hmm. a full set of four, then like then I'll come up with a, like a whole another four set type. Of, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then I place it all together. Then I have like so so it's technically like I just made the whole whole thing up on the spot, but I had to like put it all down so I can right. remember it. That makes sense. Kind of you know? Yeah. Like, I don't like I don't normally just be like all right, all right. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Hey yo. Hit hey yo. <laughs> yeah, I don't. My I don't. mic sounds nice. Hey yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't normally do that unless I'm like intoxicated or something. I'm I got gotcha. you. Let, let's get it. Let's do it. I got. Okay. I got time today. I got gotcha. you. Now, so, what's the biggest audience you've done so far? Um, I have performed for a homecoming in my hometown. That was like over two hundred people. So yeah, and I brought um actually I brought Elis out with me and we okay okay so what was going through your mind when you know you got you booked the show and then what was on your mind when you actually got to the stage and you saw everybody oh I was cool until 
like everybody started coming. I'm like, damn. Fuck. <laughs> and so like, I'm like, it is what it is. I expect to be in front of like this times ten one day, so fuck it, I just gotta do it. So, but like mm-hmm. my main thing was like, turn up, just be hype, turn up. Right. But, but like me normally when I perform, I'm not like super super hype. I ain't doing all like the hyping around, snatching off my shirt stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. I'm like more really like chilling vibing moving with mm-hmm. the music eye contact with everybody in the crowd i try to like get a lot of like like hands on you know like, like um a lot of my shows like it'd be a lot of females in the front row so like i'll like hold a hand or something right. you know what I'm mm-hmm. do some smooth suave type of things man. Mm-hmm. okay and, like, oh yeah I, I ain't really too much on like doing like flips and stuff on stage and yeah like, and jumping all in the crowd, like I feel like I'm a little bit too player for that, you know. Yeah, and you know Drake, he you know broke his knee, his first oh. I think two two tours, he had to have surgery on that hopping around on the stage. So you know, I understand, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, what do you think? Um, Hmm. Well, let's talk a little bit more about the album. What is your favorite song off the album? I, you know, I know you only released uh, uh, Ferris Will, but what's your favorite song if you had to pick one? My favorite song off the album, as of right now, I would have to say who that are. It, it, it might be. Oh, he like them all, y'all. <laughs> Go get the album and find out. Three. I give you the top three. Okay, okay. Ferris Will, of course, that's like one of my favorite songs. Um, mm-hmm. um, 98 Cadillac. That's mm-hmm. that's on like some more like some hip hop wavy type of type of crew and um, bless. Okay. Bless bless is like on like some okay it's time to turn up. Time to, okay. So, and what's blessed about? Blessed is about um basically me just like last week I was on their ass now. I'm, okay. Like, like the first bar. That's like the first thing you hear. So you letting them know, like, this is what you're going to get right off the bat. I understand. No <laughs> when the uh-huh. album drops, everybody better stay tuned. Prices yeah. are going up. Have you seen that video? Oh, oh what is that? Price today yeah. is not the price yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yesterday's price is not today's price. With, uh, yeah, Fat Joe. Mm-hmm. I understand. And, you know, the interesting part, uh, thing about that is, you know, um, that actually makes me think of a, a thought that I heard earlier. Um, you know, prices are going up. And, you know, a lot of times people don't want to give you what you're worth. They want to give you what they think you're worth. And, right. And for me, you know, I, I also, not only do I do this, I also do a little bit of advertising, social media, managing for other, you know, small businesses that I have here. And, you know, I was sitting down talking to one of my clients and he was like, so what do you need? They're like, you know, I mean, you know what that means, right? And I had a problem with trying to tell him, like, I knew what he was asking, but I was scared to say. So he gave me what he thought I, yep. I needed. And yeah, I, I was still like, grateful. Uh, you be like, ah, I feel like I'm a little bit worth more than this. Right. Or, yes. I it, yeah, I'm, I'm not how it feels. That's exactly it. And it was just like, God. And it's, 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 it's about, you know, knowing your worth and feeling comfortable with yourself to ask for what you are worth. 
And the worst thing they can say is, oh, no, that's no. too much. I can't do it. Exactly. And then you're like, well, what can you afford? There what you go. That's it. I would be so, willing to work. Mark your price first and let them, and then you come down from what you want to do. Did y'all hear that? Y'all hear that, Jim? Mark your price first, and then let them tell you, you know, I didn't even know. Seriously. You know, and the the worst that they can do is say no. So, that's it. Um, So, you did say that your brother, um, you know, uh, produced. He produced a lot of your music or some of the cuts on the album? He he, he only could do one song on the um, engineered and mastered. Um, okay. Um, a lot of the beats were done by a hometown guy named Tutilla Productions. Okay. Out. Um, okay. Pretty dope. Um, he had recorded and and mastered my whole album. Nice. Nice. I recorded maybe two songs myself, mixed mixed and mastered those myself. Look at you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think. I think that's really it. Um, I got a few beats from like some outside people um, mm-hmm. on the album, stuff like that. Um, be in tune for a deluxe part of the album that will be with everybody who I would have put on the album. On okay. The okay. So that's gonna be dope. All right, that's I, I'm I'm excited for you, man. It's it's rare that you get a chance to see people, you know, who are who are doing the work to get to where they need get. Because a lot of times, by the time we see our artists on TV, they've gone through so much development, you know, uh, in terms of doing this and, you know, they've gotten from their old team. Now they got new people, you know, or whatever the case may be, or they've changed um, record labels. And when we see them, it's, it's, it's refined, you know? So I'm grateful that, you know, I I can be a part of the, the grassroots. I don't want to say by any means, you're definitely not an amateur because I listen to your stuff. It sounds great. You know what I'm saying? It is not, Amateur at all. I was I was playing the game earlier, and um, I was playing like all of my like my old music and stuff on like like Apple Music and stuff. I'm listening to that shit. I was like, man, if I could, I would have never put that out and been waiting for this album. <laughs> but at the same time, though, I'm kind of glad that I put it out in like a hurry. Um, I was in so people could like hear my music from like 2019 and like mm-hmm. hear like the growth project that right. over time because like once my album drops like I'm gonna have like hard copy pamphlets that come with the album mm-hmm. uh, autograph posters going out autograph mm-hmm. posters gonna be gonna be something serious in like the next like three or four years so yeah. I got to get, get one of those but I right. um <laughs> It's just, it's just, it's just a lot that I put into this album to make it mm-hmm. like the way that it needs to be. Um, I feel like that I, I haven't made a project that I really went off hundred and ten percent to the mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. I only really had to like worry about like how I would sound on my own right. project. This is my mm-hmm. only project that I ever made that was like strictly me. Mm-hmm. Solo, dolo. Shout out to my team, Big 3 a.m. though. Okay. Big 3 a.m., absolutely. Um, and that, you know, that, that I, I said the same thing initially about my podcast. Like, the shit that I was, man, it's, you, you hear the hiss Hell yeah. from the recording, and you hear, like, the dog barking, and, you know, you got the dog over here. I'm, I'm talking to the dog. We go for the house. 
you know <laughs> and it was in my living room the, the 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 you know i didn't have this ring light so i was embarrassed but i was like man i don't really want nobody to go back and listen to that but at the end of the day you know it, it's like what you said it's about the growth aspect of it you know what i'm saying not everybody comes in a pro and even the ones that can claim themselves are pros you know had to refine that many many different times before they actually put it out so you know, it's it's okay to show that journey. And, uh, you know, you might be surprised. I'm pretty sure you already know this. You know, the amount of people that fuck with you because of the stuff from the past. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, it's crazy. Because, like, um, I have seen, like, my, like, pop music on Apple right now. And mm-hmm. Ferris Wheel is the first song. So that's a fucking, that's, that's great to me. Because Before I'm Buried has been up there and been number one for, like, a while. Nice has been out there for a while it's like my number one spot and that is the song that i'm just on so i'm like finally Mm -hmm. the song of mine by myself is like my top song right i gotcha um so yeah man like i i honestly and truly you know um had no expectations you know when i came into this conversation with you um other than just getting to know you as a person but what i left here uh, uh hearing is that you got it man like it's it's you you ready and I, I feel like you know it's gonna take a little bit of blood sweat and tears to make it happen as it always does but i think you're on the right path and uh you know i i definitely am looking forward to um seeing what you do next so um do you see yourself getting more into the inter- entertainment industry? And you did say something about art, uh, art too, right? With three AM. Yeah, yeah um, three AM is basically like like an art art collective. Um, like mm-hmm. of many aspects. Um, I got people who do web design. Like, okay. Okay. Um, are like hosting events for me now. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't have to be the one that's always like going out there, being in front of everybody. Um, hosting. Um, I got people that have their clothing brands. Um, I mm-hmm. have a clothing brand um, of my own. Uh, <clears throat> I got people that do photography at 3 a.m., um, videography. Um, I'm working on trying to have people that do, like, interviews. I'm trying to work on have, like, a on-go, like, camera person that comes, like, everywhere that, that, that like, a 3 a.m. person is there. So we can mm-hmm. start, like doing like our blogs and stuff like that blog right. blogs, whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. um and yeah man like i'm pretty i'm pretty um i'm trying to like expand 3 a.m more on be known more than only for the music like not um, not trying you're doing it man like you uh, gotta you got a full staff over there that's that's great that's awesome i'm glad i asked that question because you know, it was something that you said, and I didn't catch on it initially. And then I, I remember, I was like, he said, all right. So you have a whole team of folks. So that's that's great. That's You got a multitude of things that you can focus on that can really take you in a direction. So I like that. Exactly. That's good. And um, by the end of the year, I'm trying to get into my acting bag more. Um, mm-hmm. I've been really, like, like trying to push it to the side for, for like, the past two years. But I think mm-hmm. after this album comes out and, like, I push this, like, heavy for the rest of the year um mm-hmm. i think i would be able to do what i need to do with my album and music for for a while to like put like a little break on it so i can get into a, a whole new aspect a whole new life a new bag mm-hmm. and like meet new people bring new people to my team, Absolutely. My, team. my team makes me me so 
Right. Absolutely. That's, you know, shout out to that. You know, you not only are you, you know, creating opportunity for yourselves, you're creating, um, you know, opportunities for others as well. And, you know, that's what it's about, really. You know, um, not only engaging and inspiring the people that you want to reach, but people that you, you know, are, are directly, you know, responsible for or influenced for or influenced by, you know. So shout out to you on that. That's 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 what I'm trying to do with, you know, with my uh, notary business and all that other stuff. But I will tell you, all it ain't for the faint of hearts. Being doing this, yeah. it, it is not easy. You know what I'm saying? To get up and, and be like, you know, I got to do 17 interviews and, you know. All long this work, day, long night, you know. So, um, but yeah, man. So, um, I really appreciate uh, you coming to the conversation here, man. It has been awesome. You know, you definitely have uh, no worries, man. You've gained a fan for sure. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if I ever am in the South Carolina area, I will make sure that I hit you up. And you already got an open invitation for when you come down to Florida. If you want to go to Universal, let us know. We'll, we'll hook you up because I got, I got a plug. So um, <laughs> no worries. So uh, before uh, I, I do want you to hang out, uh, hang uh, here once we go off. I'm just going to do a little outro real quick. So cool. Cool, cool. All right, guys. So thank you. That has been another episode of Reggie's Expressions. Again, we got Boulevard coming out April 23rd, 2022 from Snack Boy. Um, and you can go and listen to all of his songs. Ferris Will is the first single out on that album. Him doing his own thing by himself. And you got to go listen to the other stuff, too, man. It's, it's, you, it's quite the journey and you're going to love it. Right. So. Um, as I always say, you guys, uh, you know, have an important role in my life here is, you know, supporting what, uh, you know, a young black boy does. You know, I am in no way, shape or form asking for money. What I am asking for is your support. Long story short, the more you support, that means the more people are going to be able to come in and actually be invited to the party as well. So if you can go and support us by leaving a five star comment on Apple, any of the places that you get your uh, pods casted. Um, you can find your boy on uh, Stitcher. Also, uh, Dieter, I'm on there too. Uh, uh, Aha Radio. Yep. Mm -hmm. On there. Uh, I'm just not on Anchor and Spotify, so don't look for me on there. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, it gives me an opportunity to do what I intended to do with making my mom proud. She's no longer here, but I'm her voice, and I'm here to, you know, uh, make sure her legacy lives on. So with that being said, guys, it's been Reggie's Expressions. I appreciate you. You can find us on all social media platforms. Reggie, R-E-G-G-E-E, apostrophe S, Expressions on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram, R-E-G-G-E-E-S underscore expressions on um, Instagram. Oh, tell them where they can find you, Snack Boy. Oh, you can find me out on um, MusicWise on all major platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer, YouTube, Amazon Music, all that at Snap Boy Boulay. Snap Boy, one word with an X, no C. Um, Boulay, B-O-U-L-E. Um, on Instagram, I am Snack Boy, S-N-A- X K B O Y, <laughs> follow me. Um, shout out to the whole Therion Records man. We got so much stuff in store. Oh, uh, we got upcoming shows up here in Greenville, South Carolina. Make sure y'all are here for them. Make sure y'all want to tap in for them. Hit up me. Hit up my team. We can get with it. Oh yeah, and it's free feature Friday and free feature February for the rest of the month. So tap in with me. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. It's been another episode of Reggie's Expressions. See you soon. Peace.